The art of customer service is getting lost. The need for customer service is greater than ever. I don't know if people don't care if it's falling by the wayside, but it's it's no longer the focus of most places. And I think the, the customer service kind of mixed with the knowledge and just being there for the customer. Um, I think all together are things you can't get anywhere else to the fullest extent you can at Midwest Evening Appliance. Midwest TV and Appliance, you get more for your money. Gee whiz, I tell you, I had no idea that my Cooley Region Cook's guest is a pho snob. Hey, can you get good pho lacrosse? And I've heard that the five-star egg rolls are pretty good. Now you got to go, don't tell me you got to go to Vietnam. No, no, Minneapolis. Oh, great. A six-hour drive, you know, three hours round trip for a bowl of soup, that's a pretty extreme. Smart aleck. Yeah, you know, but it's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. six-hour round trip there, dude. Well, all you got to do is figure out a way to get your boss to give you six hours for lunch. How the heck are you? Tan Pham is Cuisine Adventure Tours. His mom, although I'm sure you helped her with some of this food, right? 50%. 50 of Your mom makes the best egg rolls I have ever eaten. I would fly all the way to Vietnam, then get back on a plane and fly all the way home to have your mom's made-in lacrosse egg rolls. Her egg rolls are so good. And I heard a lot of people saying yummy this morning. I'm sure there's still people gathered around the... The uh, giant table of food over there, you you outdo yourself all the time. Not that I'm complaining. Thank you. You're welcome. And a banh mi sandwich and a spring roll and, and one of your mom's egg rolls. That's awesome. I, I love it. So what do you want to talk about? you got a ton of food going on over there. Yep. So um, a lot of us in lacrosse here is starting to hear a lot about banh mi. Yeah. And, of course, pho has been around for a long, long, right. long or time. Or when you look at it, you think po. Yeah, but, you know, that's like you don't look at P-H-O-N-E and say, Pone, i got to make a Pone call. <laughs> it's phone, P-H-O-N-E, P-H-O is pho. It's funny that you say that, Mike, because my brother-in-law, um, he used to live out in Denver, and he thought he was so smart, and he would come to this little Vietnamese restaurant in Denver, and he always ordered po. I want a big bowl of po. Yeah, so then when he got back to lacrosse, he was telling us about how good this Vietnamese po is, and... We look at him like, what are you talking about? I never heard of that before. <laughs> and he spelled, he spelled it for us, and then we told him, oh, it's pho. He, uh, his face just got really red. Oh, sure. There was this cute-looking waitress that you thought he was impressing her by saying po, but he'd been mispronounced all those all times. All those. He's got to go back and give her a gigantic tip right, exactly. for putting up with him for all that time. That's right. hilarious. That's yeah, so, so pho has been around for a long time. A lot of people know about it. And then maybe five years ago, the by me – it's time to make it ways to the Cooley region here. And there are actually several delis in La Crosse now that are really? making and selling by me. Okay, so where's your favorite uh, bang me in La Crosse? Don't send me all the way to Minneapolis <laughs> or Vietnam. Have you got one? Have you eaten a, a, a bang me sandwich well, at all the places in town? The, uh, the only one that I've ate at is oh. at the food co-op. Oh, okay. Is it a good one? Pretty good. Uh, it, it could use some additional ingredient. And some right. Well, then you then mentioned that to the good. deli counter guys, sure. right? Yeah. Pretty yep. good sandwich, you guys. But don't forget, you need to, whatever to make right. it better. Yeah, just because some of the ingredient, if you don't think about it, it would be hard to find. Right. Get. Yeah, well, and I would guess that the co-op knows where to get all the ingredients. Exactly. Right. 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 And then so, somebody's going to buy one, and they want all those ingredients to go home and make it for the rest hey, of their family. Which is actually pretty easy to do. So this morning, I actually have. 
all the ingredient here. So we'll cool. throughout the hour here. We'll talk about that. Let's do that. Let, uh, and how many ingredients? And can uh, you get them all? Do you? Is it special ingredients that you have to go dig for, or can you get them? Well, I counted. I uh, print out a uh, sheet here. Ah, okay. And it's about ten or eleven. Not bad. It's an ingredient, and most of them are from the lacrosse area here. Cool. So, so there are places, but you just need to know where to go and find it. It's interesting that the ten ingredients, and I will never question that kind of a thing again. I watched, uh, I watched about nine minutes of an eleven-minute video on uh, YouTube the other night on how to make a submarine sandwich, and I thought, oh, what? How do you... it takes you eleven minutes to explain how to make a sub? Well, you know, and he did the same thing. If you leave out an ingredient, or if you do it a little differently. This is what's going to happen. Put the tomato in the middle. It's going to be a slippery sandwich. You know, you use the wrong kind of bread. It's not going to work. And it was little tiny nitty-gritty kind of things. If you leave out an ingredient, if your your uh, banh mi only has seven ingredients instead of ten, it's going to be good. It's going to be different. Right, exactly. And you talking about food snap, people over in Vietnam, when <laughs> they purchase a banh mi or have a bowl of pho, and if it's missing something or if it didn't cook the right way, that restaurant is going down. Really? Really? Yeah. The word spreads quickly. Quickly. Yeah. I bought a banh mi sandwich from a, from a street vendor. Right. That was delish. Well, the girls went into one of the stores to look for clothes or jewelry or something. And, uh, and a couple of us stayed outside because I didn't want to go shopping. And uh, bought, a, bought a banh mi sandwich from a, a bang mi sandwich from a street vendor. Right. It was delish. Exactly. And you can find by me pretty much any street can vendors. You? They're everywhere. They're everywhere just because it's so good. Yeah. And the way that they make it, as you mentioned, um, they can quickly make it. So, it's it just so a time good. to prepare the ingredient beforehand. Good deal. All right. Let's uh, tell you what. What have I done? Well, I'll tell you what. Let me take care of some business, and then we'll dive right in. Sound good. Spend uh, the next uh, quarter hour. Uh, making a bang me sandwich that will be so good, you will not allow your best friend to have the last bite. That's how good. If I said the uh, program was canceled, you'd know it's because I'm slipping into a bang me sandwich coma. Oh my goodness. I saw that you took two bites. Oh, and I would take five more, except I want to eat it slowly and uh, savor every. I learned this from my dad, I, I think. My dad was really famous, and my sister in particular with my mom and my sisters and me, because I could tell he would put a bite in his mouth, and it would be in his mouth for an inordinate amount of time. Then we discover what he's doing is trying to identify all the ingredients while they're still in his mouth. Oh, I can taste the mint. Oh, yeah. I can taste a cucumber. Yeah, I can taste a little pepper. Yeah, yeah. Okay, gulp. Another one. Now he's looking for other. He just did that with antipasto all the time. <clears throat> Trying to figure out what in the heck makes yours so good. Well, that's so he's taking cool. it apart. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So he'd be he'd be here having a bite, not talking. Ah, oh, in a minute. I'll talk to you in a minute. While he's trying to figure out what's in the sandwich. Yeah. While well, we do that with good God, red wine it is and so good. good. Cognac, yeah. So yeah. why not do it with bite me Absolutely. or that you enjoy eating? Absolutely, which is why, I mean, I know it's not a very good selling point. You should come with me to Vietnam in March because the sandwiches are really good. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's way more to it than that. But even 
a simple Vietnamese submarine sandwich is so good and so different than anything you've had anywhere else. That it's just so good. All right, let's make this yeah. sandwich because we can make it in America, and then that's why it's important. Well, what's what's really amazing to me is how did the bang me get to the U.S. And what's really also cool is that people keep the same name. So now when you're out and about and talk about bang me, people will know exactly what it is. They didn't which, change the name, right? Which is kind of cool. So yeah. someone out there started uh, started, and I'm glad that they did. So to start, now keep in mind that the Vietnamese cuisine has a lot of the French uh, influence. Sure. Just because the French has been over in Vietnam for hundreds of years. So the first thing that you need is a good French baguette. Okay. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm working with a uh, baker in La Crosse here to really? see if he can help me make this French baguette. And That's cool. What's, and, and, and the two things that I need to have is that it's, the outside need to be crunchy, but the inside need to be really soft. Okay. So those, so those, so those are the two things that that this bread need need to have. Okay. So it can hold on to all the sauce and juice and right everything. It doesn't get all mushy while you're eating right. it slow. And then and then when you bite into it, it's it's not the bread that you're eating. It's the ingredient inside that you're eating. So that's why the sure. softness inside the bread need to come into play. Absolutely. Right. So, so, so that's the main thing. So we uh, actually purchased this bread out in Woodman because that's the closest thing that we could find. But the thing that I could see, though, with this bread is that it's pretty heavy. So, so that's, that, that's something that we don't want. Um, all right. So you, don't want, you don't want the bang me to be all, the bread-focused bread. sandwich. Exactly. The bread just holds all the fabulous ingredients together. Right. So right. thinner is better. Right, exactly. Lighter is better. Got yep. it. Got it. So, so then the next two ingredient would be a little bit of bu- uh, butter, okay. and then and, and um and then the thing the next ingredient is the liver pate, okay. Okay. Now, now that's good, but I don't know. A lot of people may not like that. All right. Well, and I get it. Liver. Oh, liver. I'm not eating liver. Hey, hey. I understand your concern. Before you turn your nose to the sandwich. Put it all together and have a bite. Let right. somebody else buy the sandwich and let you have a bite. Right. And then tell me, yep, it's horrible. Maybe that's what you'll say. I did the same thing when I went all the way to Vietnam to try Vietnamese tofu. I thought, you know, <laughs> not really happy with American tofu. Maybe Vietnamese tofu is delicious. Nope. Okay. I Now I decided. And maybe you'll say the same thing about uh, uh, liver pate in Vietnam. I don't know. You well, got to try it, though, because it's... I'm still oh, going to try to fix that for you, because I know you're coming back in March with I me. Am. I can hardly wait. So I've already talked to several cooks already over there, To This guy doesn't like tofu, so we need to <laughs> do something so that he'll <laughs> like it. Okay. So there are going to be several dishes for you to try. Drown it in rum, maybe, or, you know, a little <laughs> red wine. That'd be good. Right, right. Okay, so then we got the, the French baguette, the pâté, and a little bit of the butter. So what you want to do now at this point is just kind of toast it for a little bit, just okay. to warm that up and melt sure. the butter. The other two ingredients, which you will need some time to prepare beforehand, and that is the carrot and the daikon. So I don't know if a lot of people are familiar with the daikon. Heard of it. Don't yeah. know what it is. So Daik- I couldn't take you to the store and point one out. No. Daikon is something that you really don't use that much, but it's 
pretty much like a carrot, but it's white instead of orange. Okay. Yeah. So it so we need orange carrots, right? And, and a daikon, right? Which is a, like a white carrot, right? So then what what you do then is that you cut it into thin strip it? like this, sure. Okay, and then you marinate this for twenty four hours in vinegar and sugar and a little bit of salt. Vinegar, sugar, and salt. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that's in a container in the refrigerator. Right. Well, you're not gonna like bury this in the backyard like uh, kimchi or anything. Right? Oh no no no. Okay. No, no, no. Put smell all that together. Put there. it in the grow. Put it in the refrigerator. Take a smell of that carrot and the daikon and oh. tell me what you're smelling. Oh there. yeah, vinegar. I get a little bit of vinegar, but yeah. something else going on. Yeah. It's so, not so painful vinegar. No no no. So this is kind of where you start to uh, do the fusion with the food. Okay. So then you prepare the carrot and the daikon. My mouth is watering. I can tell you that yeah. one's. One sniff of those carrots and daikons, and my mouth starts to water. Well, actually, when you're done with the show, you could just try it separately, and it's and it's actually good. Oh, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's Grab a fork and have at the leftovers. Right, right. Yeah, awesome. Right. Okay, so now let's talk about the other two meat that I have in here. Uh, one of them, I call it the Vietnamese ham sausage, and it's what's basically what this is, that really lean pork. Okay. And then you put some ingredient in there and also the fish sauce ingredient. You grind all this up into like a little patty. Okay, then, so it's it's lean pork. Right. And fish sauce. Right. Those are the two main ingredients. Okay. Grind that up in, until it becomes like paste. Okay. Okay. Kind of like the liver pate that we had at the beginning. Right, exactly. Well, okay, right. okay. But then you then make that into a... Sausage. So you roll that into a sausage. Now, over in okay. Vietnam, they would roll this in the banana leaf. Oh. And then they steam that for 24 hours. Oh, okay. Okay. So that by the time it come out, it will look something like this. And, oh. you, have, and you have to describe that. Well, right. it kind of looks like turkey. Like a, a, you know, a piece of processed lunch meat. It's right. flat. Looks like lunch meat. Yeah. Looks no. like turkey, yep. but so, it's not. Right. But it tastes like pork. Right. Sort of. Yeah, so then that's the second piece of meat. And then the, the third uh, You already touched it, so I might yeah. have Oh, you it. must have tried yeah, This is for you to try. Mm. Yeah, maybe you can describe what that tastes like individually. Mm. Good? Once I get it to the back of my tongue, then you can taste. Oh, it does taste kind of like ham, like pork. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is. Oh, baby, that's good. Yeah. So now the next uh, meat and um, here again, uh, a lot of older pe- people may heard of the head cheese. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's good. Yep. It's still just meat. And, and, and now they just kind of package that into, into a little patty. And... As long as you know it's not actually cheese. Because <laughs> if that's what you're going for, you'll be disappointed and right. really surprised. So this, this kind of gives the by me the crunchiness and the flavor. Um, so here, I didn't do the head cheese here. So I, in place of that, I uh, use lean pork again, marinate that, and then just roast it. So it's oh, roasted okay. pork. Okay. So that's that's what you see here. Uh, oh yeah, on with the, the uh, red roasted yeah. pork there. You can take that, try that out. Oh, that, that's definitely pork. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So then that's the the next part of the ingredient you put. Some slices of cucumber in there okay. um, for the fresh flavor. Mm-hmm. And then the cilantro. You can't go wrong with putting cilantro into a 
sandwich. Right. And I'll be honest, I didn't want to, but I did anyway. Eat the, my first banh mi with, uh, with cucumber. Oops. With cucumber in there, mm-hmm. thinking, this isn't going to go well. I don't like cucumber. Boom. You wrap cucumber with a lot of other stuff. The cucumber just becomes like a mushroom on a pizza. Right. It's important, but it's not dominant. I, yeah. I, well, and you just mentioned something really important. The the secret to the Vietnamese cuisine is that nothing is actually dominant. Yeah. I, I don't mean, taste they, anything they as a, oh, this is really strong vinegar from the carrots and the daikon. Nope. Yeah. The, uh, the, the pork is uh, definitely tastes like pork all by itself. Put it all in there with the pate and everything, and it right. blends together. Yeah, I would love for you and me to spend like a whole month over in Vietnam and just go to a village where my uncle lived and then just spend time helping him cook so that we can learn all the different things that he does. That would be really I would hate that. Experience. I would just hate that. When I retire, <laughs> I would, uh, I'm kidding, I would love that. I would love it. Yeah. Oh, oh, Same yeah. uncle as uh, took me to butcher a pig? Exactly. Same uncle? Yeah. He Two, was a blast. 2.30 in the morning. Yeah, that your that uncle. What's his name? Home, home, go home. He was hilarious. Had a ton of fun with him. Does he speak any English at all? He know how to say hello. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good. That was it, lady. You you just wouldn't even believe it. I spent three days. Three. Yeah. Three, three days, days in the village at your uncle's house. Spoke. I don't speak any Vietnamese. They all say know how to say hello. That's it. We were laughing and having a blast and communicating really well with with the hand gestures and big smiles, and uh, we just had a blast. Your uncle was so much fun wearing an old Z93 T-shirt <laughs> when we pulled up in the driveway. Oh, man, I know Tom's been here before. Your uncle's wearing an old Z93 T-shirt. And you feel like home, huh? Absolutely. The guy, the, Your whole family was so welcoming and your uh, your nieces and nephews thought my glasses were hilarious, and I just had a blast. What fun well, that was. And that's the cool thing that for customers that go on the Cuisine Adventure Tours, that's the first thing they say is that the people in Vietnam are so really friendly. friendly. Yeah. I mean, they would go out of their way to make sure that you are happy. That's just the way it was. Are. It was an experience like none other. Yeah, and I know my wife, a long time ago, we were on a trip to Vietnam, and we just we actually crashed into someone's home just because she really liked this home. <laughs> but uh, she was eyeing up this lady's bracelet. And the host could tell that my wife was looking at that. Yeah. Next thing you know, she took that off her wrist and gave and gave to my wife. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So as soon as you mention something that you like or something that you wish, even though you really don't think that you really want that, but as soon as you mention, oh, I like that, I like this, uh, just be ready be, because... <laughs> Uh, the next minute or the, or the next day, you probably get it as a gift bag. Oh man, that's yeah. uh, it was it was so much fun, uh, and and I know they were not being friendly to me because you told them before I got there. Now I'm going to bring a guy. Be nice to him. <laughs> Be extra special nice to him, especially you kids. No, there was none of that. They were just genuinely glad to share space. Well, Mike, I don't know what's about you, but I think when you're in the village, there were. At least five to ten kids always hanging around you. Really? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I suppose because I'm white, I'm taller. Even though I'm only 5'10", I was taller than everybody. I'm a white guy. I was fat. I got a beard. You know, it was just it was a different experience. And I had this 
cute one of the one of your uh, nieces uh, thought my glasses. I got a little string on my glasses to keep me from losing them. Thought it was candy, <laughs> and I had to keep trying to explain. It's how? Do, hey, you guys, I got it. She's going to eat my glasses thing if you don't explain. <laughs> this is not candy. Uh, my mom would be really unhappy if I came back from Vietnam without my glasses thing until I tell her this cute little kid ate it. What? <laughs> it was. We just had. A, it was so much fun. Yeah, it is. It is. Yep. So then now back to the main me. So then we 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 kind of talk about the major ingredient here, and then now talk about the what else go into it. So I I brought with me crushed red pepper. Sure. Yep. So that's add a little flavor to that, or if you really want some heat, use the uh, uh, jalapeno. Oh, crushed yeah. jalapeno peppers? No, 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 raw. Oh, raw one. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, that will definitely give you the That'll heat. That'll warm you right up, yep. yep. And that what, that's what people use in Vietnam. Oh, they do? Yeah, yeah. Vietnamese people like hot food, heat? They, they, they do. But, but, but what's cool about the, the hot, the heat is that uh, when people cook food, they don't actually make it hot so that... If you haven't liked this, this, but it's so hot you can't eat it, yeah. what you do is you actually add to it. So depending okay. on how hot you want it to be. Make uh, the dish and then add your own personal amount of heat right, afterwards. Right, exactly. And I know sense. you like hot food. I do, I do. Yeah. And, when, and uh, if I remember right, at one of my uncle's dinner, you wanted some hot pepper. Those when we don't have the teeny weeny peppers that were right. like this, just tiny little peppers. right. I've never seen them except at your uncle's house. Yeah. Man, those were good. And what's cool was we're sitting there eating dinner, right? And you mentioned where the hot pepper, he just ran outside to his yard, backyard, and picked the Brought, the brought back pepper, a handful of Wash it up and give it to you. So how oh, fresh is that? That's as fresh as it gets. And they were delish. And I've never seen them for sale anyplace. I've looked even at the farmer's market and thought, you know, somebody is growing these little peppers. Nope. Oh, you did? No, I did oh, not. Oh, you looked for it, huh? Maybe oh. I did, absolutely, because they were amazingly delicious and so tiny. Mm-hmm. And when they were saying, oh, these are really hot, you better be careful. <laughs> but they're only this big, so I popped a couple of them in my mouth, and you bet they were hot. But they didn't light your face on fire. It's kind of like sriracha. I really like sriracha because once you swallow it, mm-hmm. it's gone. It, it yep. leaves your mouth, it's in and there. it doesn't light you on fire. Right. Same with those. What are those peppers called? Just hot pepper. Just hot peppers? Right. See, that's why I couldn't find them. Got any hot peppers? Yeah, we got all kinds of these other kind of Mexican peppers. No, that's not what I'm looking for. Got any Vietnamese peppers? Um, nope. Got any of those really cute Vietnamese pineapples? Wait till we talk about those. We'll do that. We got to take a quick break. Be right back. Cooley Region Cooks right here on WYZM with Tan Pham, who is Cuisine Adventure Tours. I don't have the talking text line fired up, so I need someone to call me. Tell me the answer. It's it's beef. Beef Wellington. Thank you. Some Someone mentally telepped that to me. Thank you, listen. Beef Wellington, but I had lamb Wellington at La Chateau. We, we were talking about the bakery you're working with to make a, to make the baguettes for this banh mi sandwich, and they're making, they're experimenting with the right kind of bread for the sandwich at the bakery at La Chateau. Right. We didn't get to that part before we started to eat, and I fell into a coma, and so I apologize. Uh, but my experience at La Chateau, which has really been fun, because they have in stock 40-year-old age port. Now I got hiccups from eating. Uh, 40-year port. If you are anybody that's listening, if you like port, 
You have got to. Yes, it's expensive. It doesn't matter. But you save up for it. Uh, a, for, a glass of 40-year-old port and one of their dark chocolate desserts. Mm. And you are in dessert heaven. It is, uh, oh, my goodness, it's so good. And they had, I had, once when I went there for dinner earlier, a different time, lamb wellington. Mm. Just like a beef wellington except lamb inside. God, that was good. I'm just suggesting because you've had the duck right. a couple of times. Go away from the duck. It's delish, and I agree 100%. But, wow, I've never had anything there that I've said, you know, I don't want to ever eat this again, ever. Yeah. You know, human nature, we always kind of go back to what we like. But yeah. then for places like the Frey House or the La Chateau La Crosse. you got to push that envelope because yeah. it's, it's yeah. you know, they, they got, got a special. What's your special? It's some kind of weird fish. Really? Okay, I better have some of that because <laughs> it may not be back. You never know. Right. You never know. Did we finish with the uh, with the banh mi? Well, almost. We oh, have, okay, we, a little we bit have more. Just a few more ingredients here. I, oh, <laughs> and then you spray once you put all the ingredients in, put a little crushed red pepper in there or yep. jalapeno. Yep. Uh, spray a little ground black pepper in there because you want that little flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, also, then sprinkle a little bit of the soy sauce in mm. there for that other flavor. And then I, I brought with me, because we all love this hot sauce here, it's the sriracha hot chili sauce. Yeah. Everybody know about this, right? Absolutely. And yep. you should. Yep. And I recommend it to anybody who likes hot but doesn't like the fact that hot sauce often stays in your mouth till forever. Right. So if you have a bite of sandwich that has hot sauce on it, now you can't taste anything else for the rest of the day. Sriracha... It made, I don't know how, it's different. So when you eat it, it's hot. When you swallow it, have a little glass of wine or a glass of water, whatever, a mouth, it, and it's gone. And you have, you get to start over. Right, right. You're with done. a mouth that's not on fire. Yeah. Sriracha, try sriracha. Well, one of the guy at the station here, he, he told me that he was worried about the sriracha sauce because it's a hot chili sauce. Mm-hmm. He tried once, and I think he went back three times now to grab mm-hmm. this bottle here. So it is good, and it's not it's not going to really hurt us when we right. eat it. <laughs> not going to light you on fire, but it is going to be really, really good. Right. So that is all the ingredient. And if you use what we just talked about here, you can actually have an authentic bang mi. Did I ever eat a bang mi in Vietnam that was pressed? That was Yes, you did. Okay. I all right. You were, I think you were in Saigon along okay. with two other customers, and I think the women were shopping so. Somewhere I was doing something else. I came back, and you guys were just sitting on the street enjoying the yeah, press. Yeah, it was pressed. Yes. That was really good. I thought, wow, this is like a grilled cheese sandwich with a ton of stuff. Then I found out later it's a bang me sandwich right. that had been smushed. Right. Oh, that was really good. Yeah, because I think when I came back, you guys were um, eating the last bite, and I think I, I, I got half the bite from you, I think. Yeah, maybe. And, and, and that tasted good. That's the day you knocked me down and stole that last <laughs> bite out of my hand because I wouldn't have given Mike. it to you otherwise. They are buying me. They are pressed buying me all uh, over the street. Man, oh, man, that was right? so, so good. <laughs> well, and it's interesting to me, and I, I still tell people all the time, the fact that you can have a bang me from this restaurant, go across the street, and it's different. It's a lot of they're similar. This guy uses this kind of baguette. This guy presses his like the uh, like the the uh, pho pho made this way at this restaurant, but if you like that other, you got to go across the street. My cousin makes it across the street. It's different. It I've never ever experienced the same 
whatever course, the same sandwich or a bowl of soup mm-hmm. that's made differently at a different restaurant, and they only make it this way in this restaurant, right. and they only make it the other way at that other restaurant. Never experienced that before. Yeah, well, was really that, interesting. Yeah, one thing that you'll definitely experience over in Vietnam is a lot of the restaurant that we'll go to, they just have one item on the menu. You don't ask for anything when you come in. You just sit down. And How many people? You. Six. Okay, yeah. gotcha. We'll be back in a minute. Yeah. So they they found that that when they're good at one thing, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. They just they just keep making that day every day, and people hear about it, and the restaurant's always full. Yeah, uh, we never experienced any. Well, we got we got special treatment, which I really uh, enjoyed being treated like I was somebody important. Uh, you are a VIP, Mike. Well, only because we're from out of town. <laughs> uh, but it Maybe was with money. It was really fun. The fact that when you sit down and the waitress or the waiter comes over and counts noses and uh, maybe ask what we would like to drink because beverages uh, are a wide variety of beverages and goes away and comes back with this gigantic serving platter of vegetables, mm-hmm. of greens. Right. A huge. You can't see the person sitting across from you at the table because this gigantic plate of greens in the middle and that's the stuff that goes into the soup. Right. What's this one? I don't know. Oh, it's good. What's this one? I don't know. Something different. Oh, that's good. Put it all in the soup mm-hmm. and uh, make it. So they bring you your protein and the boiling hot broth. broth yep. And you put all the stuff in there, and the soup kind of makes itself while you're laughing and watching and having fun, looking at all these other people wondering, how do they do it? What are they doing over there at that table? I yeah. want to try that. Well, that's the cool thing. You mentioned the vegetable. Um Eating over in Vietnam is a lot of different vegetables, and it's healthy. As a matter of fact, on one of the tour, every one of us on the tour when we got home, we all lost weight. Oh, uh, just real easy, yeah. real yeah. easy to do. Yeah. And you know, I I'll be honest, I did miss a piece of cheese every once in a while, or a <laughs> glass of milk every once in a while. Not like desperate, but I did see uh, in one of the places we were walking, uh, uh, one of the little. Uh, uh, quick trip kind of places, uh, had the laughing cow, the little round (laughs) cheese with the laughing cow from America. They were selling those little cheese bites, and I thought, oh, good. At least they have some Wisconsin dairy uh, recognized here in Vietnam, the laughing cow, which uh, which cracked me right up. Well, that's funny that you remember that. (laughs) Well, it's hard not to remember because it's right next. The other thing that the uh, Surgeon General or the Vietnamese version of the Surgeon General allows cigarettes to be sold in Vietnam but on this side is the name brand of the cigarette, Marlboro, whatever. On the other side is what happens to you if you continue to smoke all these <laughs> cigarettes. And it was some of the most, whoa, yeah. gross throat <laughs> cancer, lung cancer photographs of somebody cracked open with, uh, with lung cancer on the cigarette package. Isn't that crazy? Yes. If that doesn't work. <laughs> talk you out of and it didn't there's lots of people that smoke smoking. in vietnam but if that didn't talk you out of smoking i don't know what would looking at somebody with the oh oh my goodness yeah it was uh it was that was just crazy yeah hey the other cool thing that i just remember is that uh one of the ladies that actually was with you when we were on the tour mike um she actually went over there with the thought of i'm gonna check out all these different bakeries in vietnam oh Yep. And then once she got back, she actually opened up a bakery shop in Did she? Toma. Oh, yeah. cool. So, so it's pretty cool. 
I got it. Is it open now? It is open now. Oh, well, when we get off the air. Well, do you know the name? We can sh- plug I, them right now. I think it's called Baker's Table. Baker's Table? Right. In, in Toma. Toma? Right. Really? Yeah. So I stopped over there a couple of times. And, and I think out in the village where we went out there for lunch, um, she specifically asked if someone from our friend could take her on this little moped and go around and check out go all the Go to the bakery bakeries. and watch them right. make so the she, bread? Yep, so she oh. went on her own, and, 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 and she learned a few things. And I'm, I'm really happy that it worked out for her, that she opened up the, sh- the That is so here. cool. Right. Baker's Table in Toma. All right, well, right. there's a shout-out. And I'll tell you what, if you ever go there, be sure you find out if the owner is in the back. Of course she is. Uh, tell her you heard about the Baker's, uh, Baker's Table on Cooley Region Cooks uh, with Mike and Tan. We're talking about you. And so I came all the way out here to eat one of your – the sheet just makes the bread. So buy a, buy a bag of, of uh, baguettes, then come home and get all the ingredients and make your own banh mi, and uh, you can play Vietnamese music in the yeah. background and pretend you're there. Yeah, wouldn't that be cool? Yes. And maybe you can have her come on the show and talk about I'd love to. I shot. would absolutely love to. That would be awesome because, you know, food is food is food. That, exactly. I got to get – one of these days, I would love you to come on and – and uh, spend some, I should have set it up front. Uh, but next time you come back, come on and make some coffee. Oh, oh, Cause absolutely. Because it's, it's Vietnamese slash French coffee. And I tried to make it at home. I must have just done it wrong because it was. And maybe part of it is because I wasn't in Vietnam. <laughs> the but atmosphere. The vi- di- whole there. different deal. Yeah, well, you weren't playing the guitar. We went to that coffee <laughs> shop where you grabbed a guitar off the wall and started playing we were all having fun and watching the lady make mm-hmm. was it what's it called egg coffee egg, egg coffee yes and i know some of you were thinking oh sure sure i've had egg coffee it's english and blah 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 uh, and i'll tell you what i'm not going to argue with it i i can't say oh no it's not but i can tell you this following the instructions exactly including using vietnamese coffee beans which i did followed the instructions exactly didn't taste the same no, no. it was it, this was like well, this is just okay. This is coffee with cream in it. Exactly. No, but that stuff, whatever that was, that nectar that was in that in that uh, cup in Vietnam was so good. It is. So it is. good. Absolutely. Next time I come back, we'll we'll definitely give that a try. And, and you know, I have to warn you, if you drink the Vietnamese coffee, drink it slow and drink and take your time. Oh, yeah. It's a sipping coffee. Well, they bring it to you in a little tiny cup. Right. This is, uh, you, you can't, there's no, got to go. Boop. And do that. No, 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 no. You won't need a bus ride home if you did something like that. You'll be ride, jogging next to the bus because it's crazy. All right, I got to take a quick break here. And uh, one of the other things I want to help have you help me remember is the day we sat at at one of your. I don't even think it was a friend. I mean, a relative. It was just somebody. We were out riding around, and we stopped at this place. And right across the street was the French bakery, which you were telling me all about. And these guys were having a blast because we were drinking cold beverages, which were kind of hard to find. Cold beer was hard to find. And they brought out uh, uh, appetizer. Well, not wasn't really an appetizer. But in America, you have pretzels or peanuts. In Vietnam, you have this oh. red-colored straw, string. Okay. It looked yep. like string. Yeah. And I ate a bag, and they give you your own little bag of it. <laughs> I ate a bag of that stuff. It was so good. And I think then I found out, oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I brought a couple of bags home with me and then made my son and, and uh, some friends eat it, and then I told them what it was. 
I can tell you right up front, with a cold beer, this tastes delicious. Oh. you got to find out what it is, and we'll, we'll spill those beans when we come back. Sorry, it took me an extra minute to swallow that last bite because all those ingredients. And yes, the really scary thing is, in a bang me sandwich, cucumbers not bad. <laughs> I do not like cucumbers, oh, I and I would that. not have cucumbers in anything yet, except a bang me sandwich, and only a little bit. You know, I'll have extra, extra cilantro or mint or extra daikon. And not extra, not extra cucumber, but you can't leave it out. You, you got to have cucumber juice. It all adds together. You got to, got to have it in there. Exactly. So good, so good. Cooley Region Cooking, and my guest in the kitchen uh, this morning is Tan Pham, who is Cuisine Adventure Tours, and his mom. Oh, did you notice she's already done all the cleanup? Is that why you brought her? Oh no! You no, schlub! No, no, you no, brought her to no. carry all the heavy stuff and then she do all the cleaning. You guys here. She wanted to come uh, and see you guys. You guys. Yeah, but she's doing all the hard work. I should be out there cleaning. <laughs> all right, so we have time. Look, make make us a spring roll. That was one of the cooking classes that uh, that we took when I was there. Do they take the same or similar cooking class every tour that goes? Pretty much meets with the the same chef who hosts the the cook. He was a he was a blast. Yes, that just, guy's crazy yeah. fun. Yeah, just because our cooking class is something that you have never seen or experienced. Before, so that's why we work with this particular chef and restaurant, just because he knows what we like. So one thing that you do is you show up for the cooking class, right? And then he'll tell you what you're gonna make for the day. As an example, the spring roll, he right. can tell you all that. And and then he'll sit there and he'll bring out this happy water that 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 he'll share with you, and you know what that means. Um, but then he's not teaching you Vietnamese and teaching you the Money, the dong. You remember that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And then he'll start teaching you how to negotiate. So then, of course, our customer, what the heck? Yeah, this I know. Is what a are we? Class, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then he says, "Come yeah. on." Yeah. Then next thing you know is he'll take us out literally to the market. I mean, this is a major market that the whole oh, city it's of huge, Hanojo. gigantic farmers right. market. And he give you his wallet, and then he say, "Mike, you go and buy that for me." And, and you got yeah, his wallet. Here are the list of ingredients you need to buy, and and you got to still have some money left, right? When right. you're done. Yeah. Now remember, it's his wallet, his money. He's gonna make sure you keep an eye on. Oh, it. he was there to to pay to pay attention. But I'm guessing that some of the vendors also knew the guy standing behind me <laughs> is the guy who owns the wallet, because none of those sweet old ladies spoke very much English. They all had these giant smiles, and I bought I bought a bunch of different ingredients. Right. I didn't really know a great deal of what, I, but I, I certainly understood the dong, right? Which is the uh, the, uh, the Vietnamese dollar, right? When you get there, and so uh, just imagine one U.S. dollar. The exchange rate is roughly around twenty five thousand dong. So when you buy, let's say the bread, yeah, you are looking at a lot of dong, right? Yeah, right. Well, I bought a bottle of wine when we went to. I bought two bottles of wine when we went out for oh. dinner one night. Three million we dong. We probably don't want to talk about the bottle of wine oh that you my, bought. What a blast. <laughs> Three million dong when I got the bill on the credit card. Three million what? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, dong, dong. Yeah. Don't worry. But, but, but that's still a lot of money here. <laughs> well, it was, well, the bottles were, what, 30 bucks a piece or something like that. It wasn't 70. Good. 70. It was yeah. totally worth it. Yeah, yeah. It totally, was totally good. Totally well, worth and it. And that's why you didn't stop at the first bottle. No, had you, to have you, the, you bought two. Had to have another one. Yeah, right. that's right. It yeah. was totally yeah. worth it. So then you out in the market and then you buy this. But this is a cuisine adventure tour, right? So when you're out in the market, there's also a lot of vendors that are cooking food. And as you go about the market, you get to try all this cool food that you would never have to experience. Right. <laughs> food on a stick. I thought I was in Minnesota for a minute. Those ladies got a hibachis going. They're cooking food on a stick. Right. And I'm so glad you were there because one of the ladies thought I meant, I need seven bags of that. <laughs> no, no, no. Stop. No, I don't need seven bags of that. I need seven sticks with that on it because I'm eating one and I need one for seven bag and each of those bag full of sticks with something on it yeah no I I need so then I thought hey you guys I'm got to try this it's really good what is it I'm not sure I think it's frog leg but I'm not positive it might be it's not a chicken leg because it's bent differently but it's really good I think it's frog leg but it's tasty and it smelled fabulous everybody was eating it so everybody had some in their mouth and then we found out it's lizard (laughs) <laughs> and I think everybody continued to eat it. It was so it good. Was good. It, it was delicious. It's hard to turn it down once you taste it. Oh, yeah. You, now you've tasted it, so you can't say, oh, sorry, I don't do lizard. Oh, yes, you do. You've got it in your mouth already. Yeah. Now, sometime when you go on a tour, you got to try something like that. Absolutely. you got to try everything. All these people, look at all these smiling faces. And they're making all that food left and right. Everybody's eating it. you got to have some. Right. All right, mate, we're going to run out of time before we do a spring roll. What's in a spring roll. Well, the spring roll, the one that we have here, particularly, is the uh, shrimp, a little uh, pork, cucumber again, cilantro, little noodles, and we wrap all that up in what we call rice paper. So I'm going to have some classes through the city of La Crosse Park and Rec. How are you? Probably sometime in the fall here. Oh, cool. And I just got a call from the Holman Area Community Center last week asking me if I could come to their uh, village. Teach and, everybody how to make spring rolls? Right, right. Oh. So then I'll let you know. Ladies and is. gentlemen, you're going to have a blast. Well, the first time what that fun. I this class at the La Crosse Park and Rec, I have 60 people sign up. I say, I can't handle 60. Yeah. Let's, let's divide Split this up into half. two yeah. classes. Yeah. And people were surprised how easy it is to make the spring roll. Yeah, and fun. You should fool everybody and start the class speaking only Vietnamese. Don't speak any English when you when you walk in and you have your chef's hat on, and everybody's there, and they're all ready to go, and they find out our chef doesn't speak English. Uh-oh. And watch all those faces, because just like me, I thought, how are we going to have a cooking class? This guy doesn't speak English. Neither do any of his sous chefs. Well, they sort of do. We still had a fabulous time. Oh, fun, fun, fun time. Absolutely. All right, anybody that's interested, well, and, and can they get information on the various cooking classes that you are going to uh, host here in America, is that on your website, uh, on the Cuisine it's, Adventure It's not Tour? on the website, but I'll make sure, because you and I talk weekly, I'll make sure okay. that I'll mention that so that we can uh, spread the word. And yeah. I think also the Holman will do some advertising also. All right, super. And uh, just in case, I am going to Vietnam with Tan and anybody else that would like to go, up to 10, uh, the first week of March, come with me. 